Okay, so welcome everyone. We are Naturally Healthy Club week 15 and today we're talking about one of my favourite topics of all time, gentle goals. And we'll share more about goal, goals uh, when, we, when, we, when we get to that. But if, you, if, you, if the word goal freaks you out, don't worry, I've been there. <laughs> and just when we think of when you think of goals, I want you to instead think getting what I want, getting what I want, getting what I want. So <laughs> we'll talk more about that in, in a second. But I also wanted to start this with just a reminder that this sneaky thought, if the sneaky thought I'm behind, I'm falling behind comes up because it's like, yeah, you know, I know it's I mean to it's the silly season, so you've got a lot more social stuff going on. And what if that that thought comes up with naturally healthy club stuff? just coach yourself and remind yourself like I'm exactly where I need to be like you've like we've been doing this for 15 weeks so you've got the gist of what it takes to be naturally healthy we're like every you're not you don't need to be turning up to every single call to make make progress what is going to help you make progress is implementing what you've learned so far and so if you miss a call we miss a week no dramas just jump back in at the latest one and don't worry about catching up. Like you really have everything that you need already. And it's just like these lessons are, it's, are, are just icing on the cake and to like refinements. But the core principles, we've you've got those down. So it's just focusing on just one area that feels really good to you. And if you're not sure what that is, of course, and if you are feeling, if you can't let go of this, I'm feeling behind thought, just reach, for, reach out for coaching and I can get help you get past that because when you feel thinking I'm behind it just it like it feels like really disempowered it feels like overwhelming it feels like just it doesn't feel good and remember we change best when we feel good so we want to just let that thought go go nope I'm where I need to be and jump back in okay so our plan today new plan uh format thanks to Christine so I'm going to go through our philosophy and then we'll talk I'll recap our naturally healthy club process I've got some fun, fun news to share today, Christmas news. Uh, and then we'll recap last week's lesson, which was power review reviews. And then we're going to talk about goals and we're going to do a visualization exercise together and we're going to do a written exercise together as well. So, uh, and then we'll, we'll open up to coaching. And Jen, I'm curious to see how you've, you've been getting on with your experiments and also tiny wins as well. So if you're live on the call, start thinking about what you can share with the group in terms of what's working well. Um, okay, so naturally healthy club philosophy, I am or I'm becoming naturally healthy. I'm way more powerful than I think. There's no rush particularly at this time of year, just remind yourself, <laughs> there's no rush. Yes, I weigh whatever XXX and it's okay. How do I want this to go? Overeating isn't worth it. There'll be plenty of amazing food in my future. Although um, I was coaching someone and some people like in my future is too far away. So maybe think using that one, like it just, I can have this later or there'll be plenty of amazing food later or tomorrow uh, might be a bit more immediate if that's, if that's helpful for you. Uh, I change bets when I feel good, as we just mentioned. I don't have to do this perfectly. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. It's safe for me to feel my feelings. There are no bad foods and we prioritise protein. I'm so lucky. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. Remember, you're not behind <laughs> and we don't need to know how that's true. Like the world works in mysterious ways. Uh, there is no failing, only learning. I want to do this and I can do this. Okay. And then our naturally healthy club process. Remember four parts to our process hasn't changed. <laughs> so that, and the way we remember it is light, L-I-T-E. And remember you're on a treasure hunt to find what exactly your version of this process is. So this is a framework, a starting place for you, but the, exactly how this plays out, exactly which habits, exactly which thoughts are useful for you, that's up to you to decide because there's a million different ways to be naturally healthy. So, so remember on this six-month journey that we're going on together, part of this is you being on this treasure hunt to try things and experiment and find exactly what this what the process is that works for you. But the but the 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 structure is that we have four parts. So one L L I T E L for listening to our tummies and the thought that goes with that is 
overeating isn't worth it. And the habit that goes along with that is listening, like just pausing and tuning in and listening to our tummies. And if you haven't done the tummy challenge, that is there for you. I completed it this week. And it's every time I do it, it's like, oh yeah, it's like <laughs> so helpful. And when I, you know, when I do have that focus, focus time. Or the other thing you can do with listening to your tummy is experiment with like being more intentional around it, like the amount of food that you put on your plate, knowing that if you do get to the end of your plate and you are still your top, your body, your tummy's still hungry and you still like need food, you're not satisfied that you can go back. So that's listening to our top bodies. And that's was the fourth uh part of the process that we implemented then there's i for making intentional choices and the thought that goes along with that is how do i want this to go and the habit that goes along with it is our daily practice where we just take those two minutes to think through our day and ask yourself like how do i want this to go and you can be as as detailed or as as high level as as feels good for you in terms of thinking through your day and then also making using that thought when to make intentional choices in the moment as well. So when you're faced with when things come up and there's options of what to eat, then you can just bring that like, how do I want this to go? When you're making your holiday cookies and you're tempted to be like crunching down on the cookie dough, like just pausing and going, hang on, how do I want this to go? Do I want to really feel sick after this, uh, like from eating too much cookie dough? Or do I want to just have it uh, like sit down and have a tiny taste of it? Or do I actually... I'm happy to, uh, do I really want to, do, do I just want to wait for the finished cookies? Like, and just bringing, bringing this question in, in any, any interactions that you're having with food. And particularly in those moments where you've started going down the path of overindulging and, and rather than going for the, oh, what the hell, I've already eaten half the cake, I might as well finish it off. Just pausing then and using this thought to help you choose again in those moments is so powerful because even when you are you know half halfway through uh the chocolate cake like you can at any point that you that when you you can you can bring that intentionality into into it and go actually how do i want this to go and 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 to let yourself choose again and it's it's so helpful Okay, T is for tracking, so that's weighing ourselves every day. And the thought that goes with that is just this, we want to be coming from a place of love and acceptance. So yes, I weigh XXX and it's okay. Then we've got E for enjoyment. And the thought that goes along with that is there's no rush. And the habit that goes along with that is putting our, putting our cutlery down. And just that's particularly over this busy time of year that, is something that you can still be still be working on still be be practicing and just so you, that you get the enjoyment so that you're savoring if you're out at a special meal if you've got some celebration thing yeah just ha- taking that time to to savor and enjoy and just yeah no there's no rush if you notice yourself rushing there's no rush and just slowing slowing everything down okay so that's our process. In terms of news, I have something really fun that I just decided yesterday, last minute, <laughs> uh, to do. So because it's Christmas, we're going to have the eight days of Stone Soup Christmas. And so what that means is every day for eight days, I'm going to be giving away a different resource. Uh, most of them are, yeah, I think pretty much all of them are going to be around cooking. Uh, but yeah, so you you guys don't need to do anything. I'll just be uh, sending an email every day with a link to download whatever resources of the day, starting this Friday the 15th and going through to the 22nd. And uh, yeah, and I would love if you wanted to, it's open to the eight days of Stone Suit Christmas are open to anyone. And I've even created a little, uh, where's my, where is my link? Um, I've even created a little opt-in page. So if you know someone who loves food and would like to bring more joy and peace into this holiday season and their food, uh, I have the, just a thing. So Stone Suit, there it is. Let me grab the link so that you can share it with you and tell your friends, post it on your socials. It's going to be really, really super fun. <laughs> I was like digging through the archives. I was like, wow, I've got such amazing resources here. Let's share them with the world. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's starting this Friday. But people can join in anytime up until uh, the 20, 22nd when it 
or 23rd when it finishes. I can't remember what date I chose. Um, okay, let's get back to NHC stuff. Okay, and then in other news, yeah, so share that link. <laughs> Tell your friends. Um, in other news, uh, come on, Jules, right, Paige. In other news, post of the week prize. There it is. Gentle goals. That's what we want. Okay. Back to back to back to back to uh, programming. Um, so yeah, post of the week prize. This week went to Laureen, who's traveling, and she said this despite the stress of preparing for a big international trip and eating some nuts in the middle of the night when we were finishing up packing, I did manage to hit my next goal, seeing the next set of tens on the scale by 0 0.1, 0 0.1 kilo. Uh, when I stepped on the scale the morning we left Friday. I did my best to be mindful and not overeat all the food I was presented with during the trip. But now, since we've arrived, I'm finding it hard to get into a rhythm. I've started eating again after eating after supper again and snacking more. But I'm noticing several factors to increase appetite. Uh, time of the month, uh, the heat isn't working properly in the house, so I'm always cold. We don't have, we didn't have solid meals with enough protein for a couple of days, and lack of sleep because of jet lag. Um, blah blah blah. Um, I wish I had a scale to keep tracking, but we'll see where I am when we get back in a little over a month. My tummy is feeling fluffier, but that could be related to the time of the month, but realistically more due to the amount of carbs and rich food I'm consuming. France is full of good food, which I'm enjoying. So yes. Um, oh, Adine, yeah, no, you guys don't have to sign up. So if you're part of Naturally Healthy Club or any of, if you're on anyone on my email list, everyone will get the, um, get the gifts, but I really would appreciate it if you shared it with your friends. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, celebrating Laureen for like hitting that goal and also for being off on her trip to France. I'm very jealous because France is full of really good food and just, yeah, like a little bit of coaching for Laureen as well. Just like, of course, like when we're traveling and you like, you've got the jet lag, you've got that and you're not in your normal routine, it can like, of course, like it can be like old habits that where you're starting to eat up snack and eat after dinner, like they can come back. And again, <clears throat> so what I really, when, when things like that happen and you're in that situation, cause you still, you've got at least a few, you're still there for a few weeks, um, just pausing and asking like, how do I want this to go? And so, and like, don't make yourself wrong for any of the like, overeating that's happened or whatever's uh, whatever's happened so be compassionate with yourself and like of course you're overeating like you're jet lagged like that really does mess with with everything but <clears throat> uh, and of course like the first few days in France like oh you know and just but but whenever you feel ready just start bringing that intentionality into those moments like how do I want this to go like do I really want to be not eating eating a lot of protein and, and randomly grazing no probably not and actually France is amazing for like getting good quality protein getting good good quality meals and they're serving the serving sizes certainly aren't aren't super large so yeah you can just set that intention of yeah okay I'm going to start eating proper meals I'm just go back to doing what felt good at home and I am when I'm traveling I'm really intentional with my with my daily practice habit in particular of just thinking through the day because every day often is different but thinking through that day and getting as good a plan as I can for the day so that I have a good, a good outcome and also like the listening to your tummy thing because really it doesn't matter how rich or how much carbs are in there it's like the overall quantity is the thing so you want to just be like tuning into tummy I'm like is that enough yeah or no like if it isn't keep going if it is like you can do this and that like those two things setting those intentions and listening to your tummy that's all you need like it doesn't matter that you're not tracking okay and have fun Lorraine so jealous <laughs> Uh, yeah, and share share some travel updates with us. That would be amazing. We'd love to see some some, some pics from France. And tell us, yeah, where, where about to you're going? Okay, so last week we spoke about the power of reviews, and basically just this idea that taking time to review is the fastest way to achieve your goals and to make progress. Because what we want to do is we do want to do more of the, what is working and less of the things that aren't working. And so the way that I, and I like this from my business coach, there's just two questions to ask yourself is like, what what's working well and what do I want to do differently? And this is something that you can uh, 
do it anytime. You can do it in your head. I have a practice where I, on Sunday mornings, I do a, just a review of my week and I ask myself those two questions and it's for, I do like life stuff, battles and work stuff. And it's like, what's working well? What do I want to do differently? And sometimes I've just, it's like, it's literally like two or three minutes on it. And sometimes I go into more depth depending on how I'm feeling, feeling and whether I feel like I need some course correcting. Uh, so I invite you, we did a review together on the group last week, but I invite you to think about, you know, is that something that you would like to do on a more regular basis? And maybe it's once, once a month, maybe it's, maybe it is once a week, maybe, um, or you can do be doing a little like daily review in your head when you weigh yourself like that. There are heaps of different ways you can employ this idea. Uh, or you might just, whenever you feel like you're not making progress, that's the time to do a review. You can do it like on, a, on an as needs basis. Um, so that's, and you're welcome to post those in the in the group in the in the wins and lessons section. I've and I've just I used to post my reviews every week and I hadn't been, so I was like, okay, time to get back to doing that, Jules. Um, so yeah, we did that, and then we also did our progress quiz last week. So if you haven't done the quiz, that's just a way, to, another way to measure the habits that you've got in place in terms of being naturally healthy. And there were like, four, there's 14 questions and you just rate yourself on a scale of one to five for those. So if you haven't taken the progress quiz, I invite you to do that. It's in the bonus um, resources section in circle. I'll just paste the link here in the chat. So if you, if there's anyone who's on, who didn't get to see that last week, uh, yeah. And you can, again, We'll, we'll do that again towards in a in a few you know like a couple of months time. But if you want to do that on a you know, on your in your own time, you're you're welcome to whenever you feel the need. And it can be a helpful tool if you're feeling like oh I'm not sure where I should be focusing on. Just going through and doing the progress quiz and just that'll map out. Oh yeah, okay, I'm scoring really low here, or I'm scoring really high here, and like that's amazing. Like I want to celebrate myself for that. And this is an area for me to work on. Can help you kind of pull it apart and identify like where the opportunities are. Okay, so that was our lesson last week. So now let's talk about goals and getting what you want, right? And why I love goals, even though I've had, it's funny, I, in my, in my life, my, all my, like, all, pretty much, you know, health, relationships, all, all, all the goals, apart from business ones, I like set it a goal and achieve it usually. Whereas um, business ones, I've like have a history of like setting goals and not coming anywhere near be close to them. And so I've always uh, I kind of had a bit of a, a struggled relationship with goals. And I've been working with a coach this year uh, who's actually, she's a hormone coach, but she's really big on goal setting and having a good process for, for goals. And she helped me see, like, like I've always known this, but, but she just helped re reinforce this idea that actually goals can be fun, right? And then goals are just a way for us to get what we want. And so why goals are helpful is it's just a tool to help us focus and bring clarity and and kind of set our sights on where we want to go. And the, and, and the thing is that, that's, and there's a heap of research around this, is that people who set goals have a significantly higher uh likelihood of achieving things than people who don't set any goals so if you when you set a goal there's something about like actually having that declaration of, yes I want this thing I want to achieve this I want to accomplish this this thing I want to learn this skill whatever it is, I want to feel this way that just puts things in motion to get you where you want to, to go and so oftentimes and and the, the other cool thing about goals is yes it's great when we achieve them but it's who become like along the way to achieving the goal that's where the real richness and magic is and what goals are not they're not an they're not a, a reason to beat yourself up they're not an opportunity to be mean to yourself and to yeah, flagellate yourself about all the things that you're you're all the ways you're failing they're just an opportunity to for you to like work on improving your relationship with yourself like getting clear about what you want and then going for it. And then if you like, so you either achieve the goal, great, um, which is, you know, you're winning, 
or you're going to learn something. And it's that, that learning something, there's so much richness in that. And it's an opportunity to build that self-trust and build that relationship with yourself so that even if you don't achieve the goal that you are able, you have this opportunity to be kind to yourself and to um, be self-compassionate. And, and it's, yeah, there's just like the kind of this either way you win when you set a goal because you have that, that opportunity. And uh, yeah, so that goals, that's why I'm such a big proponent of goals. And when we think of goals, there, there are actually a lot of different types of goals that we we can be that that we can set. So of course, when we think goal, we think oh, like in, you know, if we're thinking about food and weight, like so the goal would be weighing a certain number of pounds or losing a certain number of kilos, and and that those types of external numerical goals can be very very helpful and it's very clear like uh, you either whether you achieve it or not and whether you're tracking towards it or not so if that's if that's a type of if you're like yes I want to I want to get that number moving like absolutely go for setting those goals or it might be that you might decide that I actually want to maintain my weight over the holidays which I've never done before because I normally gain weight and so that could be a goal um or um so yeah there's there's kind of numerical external goals and then, but then we can also have internal goals and we can also have process goals. So in internal goals are more around how we want to feel on the inside. So you might want to have a goal of like having a healthy relationship with food and or feeling calm around food. You might want to in, have a goal around enjoying your food more, like leaning into that pleasure piece of being naturally healthy. And, 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 and maybe what that looks like is setting a goal around you're eating your meals at a table or eating your meals without distractions. Um, you might want to feel self-trust around maybe there's something that at the moment, whenever you sit, whenever it's in a house, you completely overeat it. And you might want to set a goal to be like, oh, you know, I can have potato chips in the house, eat them from time to time and it not be this big thing or ice cream or what, you know, whatever is your, whatever is your poison. Or maybe you want, yeah, so or you might want to have a goal about about self-trust and feeling or I just said self-trust or so about self-compassion and always being uh, like changing that that voice in your head from being that like the mean if it's if there's an inner critic there who's is the loudest voice in your head like having a goal around dialing that inner critic down letting the inner critic still be there but t- dialing up the voice of self-compassion as well so like and then there's other th- th- so there's like the internal goals around how you want to feel and then, and of course, this isn't an exhaustive list. Like, you feel free, and if you really want something to add it to your goal list, like that's that's totally cool. Um, yeah, I just thought I would throw in some ideas to get you thinking. And then we have process goals. So that's things like where you're actually the habits and and actions that you're taking. So it might be that you have a goal around you're know, getting good at putting your cutlery down between bites, or it might be you have a goal around completing the tummy challenge. So you actually do it, doing those exercises, or it might be a goal around doing your ta- daily practice every day. So you're setting those intentions for your day. Or it might be um, if you've got like a habit of snacking after dinner, you might like to set a goal around, I'm going to like nip that pr- habit in the bud. Or it might be a goal around enjoying proper meals and, um, and that yet, or it might be a goal around like leaving, leaving bites behind. So actually getting good rather than cleaning your plate automatically, actually listening to your body and le- at least leaving a couple of bites on your plate. Like so many options there. And if you want more ideas, you can check out the, the progress quiz. We'll have, give you some ideas as well. Um, so there's no right or wrong with with this. It's just what, and I, I think that the most important thing is just checking in with what will feel good to you. And we're going to do an exercise um, in a sec to like a visualization to help you to help you identify like what your next goal could be. Um, but yeah, just if if some it only it has to become goals. It's important that it's coming from this place of. Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't that be nice for, if I could do that rather than this place of, oh, I have to do this in order to be a, a, a proper person. So how we go about setting goals, really it's first step is just deciding and, and answering this question, like what do I really want? And the more specific and 
you are and clear you are around that, the easier it's going to be to to hit that goal. So that's the first step, deciding what you want. And we're going to do some exercises to work that out. But also like you don't have to decide today what your goal is for the next, you know, for the rest of the Naturally Healthy Club. But I usually, I like to sit with it for a few days before I commit to a, to a goal. So this is just to get you started thinking about that. Uh, one thing I would encourage you to do is to write it down every day. So when I have a goal that I'm actively working on, I usually write it down twice a day when I do my daily practice in the morning. And then I also have a notebook by my bedside table on my bedside table. And so one of part of my getting ready for bed is that I write down my goals. Like I sit down on the bed and write down my goals in the, um, in the evening before I go to sleep. And that's meant to like help you bring it into the forefront of your subconscious so that your, your brain can process it and help you achieve the goals in your sleep. Um, but yeah, writing it, writing down your goals every day or having it on a post-it note, like on, on your bathroom mirror or near the kettle or something in the kitchen, um, just so you're seeing and you're reminding yourself, oh yeah, that's right. I want this thing. I'm working towards this thing. Um, and then the next part of that, the next how to in terms of goals is to decide like what are the actions that are going to get you there and create a tiny habits recipe for those and if possible like keeping that as simple as possible and as small as possible so that it makes it easy for you to do because you don't want to have a health goal that you're working on that's going to take over your whole life we want to we want it to be tiny and so I'll remind you how to to to, um, to create a tiny habits recipe and then the final part is is um, of, of goals is having some way to track your progress and so of course if you're weighing yourself and it's a weight goal that's e- easy to do but if it's one of those more internal goals I really recommend what I like to do if it's a, a goal that I have around how I want to feel is actually just rating myself on a scale of one to ten of how how how, how my so if I wanted to feel uh, you know, more self-compassionate every day. I, would, like, I could do it every day or you could do it once a week, just waiting. So like how self-compassionate am I being at the moment? And just having that scale, like, keeping track of that data to measure like how, how am I progressing? But you need some way to track progress. So if you're doing a daily, say you want to have a habit of doing setting intentions and doing a daily practice every day, then that's easy. Like you, did, you, did you set an intention or not? Like you can easily track that. So there's always a way to track track progress and if you uh, come up with a goal and you're struggling to know what your tiny habit is and or how to track it just you can you know come reach out for coaching and I can help you do help you find um, find the structure that's going to do that okay so we're going to do a visualization exercise now actually before we do it did anyone have any questions around goal setting um let's check in no, feeling good, feeling excited, excellent. Um, okay, so visualization exercise. So oh, this um, time to get comfy in your chair, wherever you're sitting. And this, the purpose of this is to just to help you open your mind up to like what what could it be that you like? We're gonna get some bring some curiosity of like what 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 my goal what might my goal be? And what you might like to do is think about like a goal between for like between now and till the end of the year like and then but also thinking about where you'd like to get to by uh, the end of of February so like you know a little under three three months time and and I find that setting goals like that three kind of three month cadence is nice because it's big enough chunk of time to work on a goal and to make some meaningful change but it's not too far out in the future where you like don't feel um like it feels too too far away so so yeah visualization exercise so we're going to get comfy in our chair let's take a deep breath in and out and we're going to do um, a technique called havening just to bring some relaxation so what what that is is you're just rubbing, like rubbing your hands, like holding your hands up in front of yourself and rubbing your palms together and bringing it from side to side. It's just a really soothing, I love doing this. And this is something that I do um, if I'm ever feeling really freaked out or I also 
in bed at night when I want to relax. It's really, really soothing. And then it has that bilateral stimulation as well. And then we um, just kind of give ourselves a little hug and stroke our arms. And just do that for a few times and just slow your breathing down. No need to count, but just keep it calm. And back to doing the hands again. And then stroking your arms again. Okay, and you can just bring your hands down to by your sides, wherever it feels comfortable to rest them. I invite you to cl gently close your eyes if you feel comfortable closing your eyes. If you want to keep your eyes open, that's cool too. Just whatever feels good. I'm going to take a big breath in. So biggest breath you've had all day to so in through the nose. And then just gently exhaling twice as long. Okay, and now that we're feeling nice and calm, you can just let your breathe, let your breath go however it feels like. And I want you to imagine that it's the end of February 2024. And we're in this place where anything's possible. And so only a few months away. So the season's gonna be changing, we're gonna be coming out of summer for those of you in the southern hemisphere spring's going to be around the corner for those of you in the northern hemisphere you're going to have that new life vibe going we're going to be have that off oh, and kevin's we're cooling down finally vibe i just want you to imagine like where do you really want to be in two and a half months like by the end of feb what what would feel really good for you in terms of your this journey that you're on with with your relationship with food and your body and weight and yeah what would that be like what are you when you're at this place we've just jumped ahead and we're at the pl ideal place we're at the place where you want to be what is what is that like like what are you noticing What's different when you're there? Like how are you feeling in your body? How are you feeling about food when you're eating? Yeah, don't touch, just imagine and just see what comes up. Imagine, get curious. Like maybe think about, like notice, yeah, like what you're wearing or... Just, yeah, just the, the general feeling that you have. Imagine that you're sitting down to a meal. Like, what does that feel like? Just get curious. What, what, where do I want to be? Okay. And we're going to come back into the room. Maybe take another deep breath in through the nose. And exhaling twice as long. And then just gently open your eyes again. And now I just want you to capture that experience. So we're just going to do a couple of minutes of free writing around just, just how, what was that like? What did you notice? And you know, what possible goals could you have that would support that vision of becoming wait, that person that you want to be in three months' time? So just don't judge it. Just write what comes ever into your into your head. So we're going to take just like three minutes now to to document what what came up for you so does anyone have any questions before we start writing are we good okay excellent let's do it in the right line
Okay, so we'll just take a few seconds to finish whatever you're thinking, writing. Excellent. And so in terms of next steps, what I'd invite you to do is to just, just sit with that idea of like that goal of like what it could possibly be and just just see how you're feeling over the next 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 week before you actually go ahead and, and, and set a goal. And then in next week's lesson, I'll share some resources and we'll actually go through that that the process of um, of creating a tiny habits recipe, like deciding on what your goal is and creating a tiny habits recipe to support that goal. Or it might be really clear, <laughs> uh, but if it's not, we can um, you can just let me know, and we'll yeah get some get our goals happening next week. So um, okay, cool. So how's everyone feeling about that? Feeling clear? Feeling okay? Okay, so let's move into the tiny lessons wins, um, tiny wins, tiny lessons. Coach, uh, slash coaching um so yeah what are you proud of Adine? is it something you'd like to share with us with Adine? <laughs> sure I, I have I have I have a secret for what I do in the times of crazy um for desserts because I, I'm not an eat out of the house kind of person so I always bring myself now especially when there's lots of potlucks and, and desserts all over the place I bring myself a Tupperware container and I take myself a few desserts and I always plan that I'm going to eat them the next day. And that way I can really enjoy them and not, because then I eat a reasonable amount or I'll take like three or four desserts and I spread them out. So I'll eat one each day. So that way I'm not scarfing down so many desserts. Yeah. Amazing. And so you're not, but, and you're not feeling like you're missing out. I love it. Exactly. exactly. So that, that now is the, the time of year where I take my secret. Yes. My, my Tupperware containers and just make sure I do that. Um, and, and I, I know people talk about goals and, and I've been doing this a long time, but I'm back to really being lots, very resistant to goals. Um, because right back to the fear of failing, I know that oh, yeah. we have that right in our, in our naturally club philosophy, which is really important. Um, but it feels really hard. Even when we were doing the visualization, <laughs> my daughter rang the doorbell because she just came home from school. I feel like, um, that that is, I agree, Emma. Yes. That that's how I like to, <laughs> <do it. laughs> um, that, that even right, even the time for this class for me is once again interrupted by my children and by everybody else's needs. Um, so, that's so I'm just trying hesitation. hard to not. Uh, yeah, and I'm trying hard to not be be resistant. But even the color of pen, I switched off of my purple and I did my visualization writing down in blue pen because it doesn't feel happy purple. It feels more difficult um I, I i started to write in different colors to to mirror the feelings but i think that it's also okay to be okay with that i i think that this this yeah, once course. again yeah of course and, it feels feels like scary to be thinking about goals when you're like oh i don't even have time for myself yeah like and so yeah for everyone like when that's coming up like of course that comes up yeah yeah and, and I think then it's like okay let's make it tinier like how can you like chunk it back so that like this the goal that you're working on feels really doable like so that you're not like it, the, the yes there's a time and place for setting big goals but I actually think setting goals that feel doable working on it in a baby step way is a kinder and it's an easier way to because we just want that feeling of momentum. We want that feeling of like that we're making progress because we change right. when we feel good. So making like a, making it a tiny goal that that makes it doable, makes it easy, feels easy, and then you don't have to overcome like don't have to coach yourself over all the fear of failure stuff. 
Oh, I like that. I think you're right. I never, I never do my goals small enough. Yeah. The, the, the conductor in me only sees big picture. It right because I'm all a big picture human. As and okay, all right. I'm gonna think of a really tiny goal that maybe yeah. is just and maybe it's a, like that I'm really intentional with my desserts and what you said there like is like that I'm setting intention with my desserts and I'm doing my dessert habit like just so something yeah really specific to give you that feeling and something that even if things get busy that it's still doable okay specific small yeah and yeah. I like that I'm writing that down in purple look I'll buy okay amazing <laughs> <Me too, Dean. laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Tiny wins, lessons. Does anyone else want to coach on goals? Dan, I'm curious to see how your um your hunger experiments have been going. Jen's hunger Jen's playing the hunger games. <laughs> yes, seriously. I did post in circle, but like okay. 10 minutes before this call because I just got oh, home okay. last night. <laughs> so I had an amazing week in Spain. Where in Spain were you? In the South for the first time, like with friends with, and as Dean's like, thank you, Dean, I was without my kids. So it was just amazing to be with friends and not have to like take care of other humans. Um, What a a trade. (laughs) So like the short recap is I listened to your coaching like the day after you did it, which was Tuesday morning for me. And I was like, Ooh, that sounds like very scary. And the sneaky thought was if I eat until I'm really satisfied, then I will definitely gain weight because like, I can never be really satisfied. But I was like, no, I said to do it. I'm going to do it because I'm in Spain and like almost everything's really delicious. So I did. And I will definitely say like, I ate like whatever I wanted at meals till I felt really satisfied. And sometimes as we were like leaving the restaurant, I was like, oh, I kind of feel hungry. But then it was like, look at that beautiful building. Let's go shopping. Let's go to a palace. And like, I really just didn't even think about food until it was the next mealtime. And mealtimes were like very off because of when Spanish people Yeah, they eat so late. Like, yeah. So it really worked. (laughs) yes but then when I came home like I got home late last night and then today I've been definitely feeling like more hungry and rational brain says like yesterday was like a very hectic day and I almost missed my flight and I really just didn't eat much because it was was like stressful and then I was in an airplane so maybe I'm hungry because I've been walking like twice my normal amount of steps all week. And I barely ate yesterday, but the sneaky thought is like, you are only not hungry because you were in Spain. And now that you are in home, like it'll all come uh, back. Right. Right. So I'm feeling like maybe I need something about this in my belief plan, but I don't quite know what it should be. Yeah. It's safe for me to eat till I'm satisfied. Oh, that's a good one. Thanks, Jules. <laughs> okay, good. I love that when it's like it just <laughs> the thought comes <laughs> and it gets that response. Sometimes that happens. Okay. It's okay when it doesn't too, but yeah. This is so this is so great. So Jen, we kind of have so we have some evidence now that the hunger thing is from psychological hunger. It's mm-hmm. yeah. From that not eating until you feel satisfied and use, and letting your brain dictate the quantity and I know it's scary but the only way like the the crazy thing is that when you like when you get to that place where you are trusting your body and you are eating until you're satisfied that's the only thing that's going to turn that that psychological hunger off like and for everyone like there's a huge there is like this isn't really research and I've only heard like one psychologist guy speak about this but, but you know, it's like, we know it's intrinsically as well. Like when you tell yourself you can't have chocolate cake, then all of a sudden you want chocolate cake. So like there is a psychological component to our desire for food. And I think what, um, what Jen's been experiencing with feeling hungry all the time 
like it could have it was great that we did that experiment we ruled out that it wasn't blood sugar it wasn't like what you're eating and so the only really thing that's left is the psychological component and the only way to switch that off is to is is to let your body feel satisfied and I wouldn't be surprised Jen if it, it doesn't take very long for that to correct itself and for you to get back in balance with your hunger and satiety but it, it might take a little while and I'd be I'd be really surprised if you gain a lot of weight from it from doing this like you, but you may gain a little bit but it's it's one of those things that you know like take two steps backward to be able to like jump from jump jump forward so it's worth worth doing that so it's like yeah just every time when you're sitting down at meals it's like make sure you're feeling satisfied before you leave the table and letting yourself self just and then if your brain's starting to like oh yeah but you know you normally don't eat this much and it's going to like be a problem like just shutting up like no brain thank you you're trying to keep it safe i know you're trying to like do a good job but let's just let my body like let my body decide and have that little coaching with yourself Mm -hmm. I'm writing that bit down too. <laughs> yeah. And it's like that, that yeah, because that like if, if your brain could think it's way out of this, <laughs> then like you wouldn't be in the natural, like you would, it would be fine. Yes. Yeah. And just remember, like I've shared with Jen the article from the psychologist guy who I discovered this like, concept of psychological hunger from. And like he lost like, I think it was 50 pounds, like 25 kilos. And that this was the main thing he did was that he ate, he stopped grazing and eating at his desk. Like he ate proper meals and he um, like when he, he at, at meal times he ate until he felt satisfied. So, so that he turned off that psychological hunger and yeah, like that was enough to like for his weight to naturally regulate itself. So yeah. How's that feeling, Jen? You have always been right before for all the things that I have been scared to do, or I thought like, I don't know about this. You have, I think it's one of those times that I just have to like, let you be the one who thinks it's going to work. (laughs) You'll just experiment. You're just going to be the experimenter. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's so real. And cause yeah, like, cause when you, if you're feeling that hunger, hungry all the time, of course, then yes, over you're eating more than you like your body needs. Whereas when you switch off that hunger, that's when you're suddenly going to like eat in a way that feels like where it naturally regulates itself. So yes, and yeah. I would like to do that. And like for anybody else who's listening, like really, it's been like since I was a teenager that I've been on some kind of restrictive diet or not. So more than half my life. So I do like intellectually understand that after doing like restriction on and off, but mostly on for like so long, like it's hard to get my brain out of that mindset. So I do think this is is what I need for the belief plan. And I just need to do it for a while and see what happens. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And yeah, that's it. Like just treat it as this experiment. Okay. Let's see what happens and keep going. And if you like forget about it, like if you, or if you, like your brain does take over for a few meals, like just go, don't make anything wrong about that guy. Oh yeah, of course. Like it's going to take them time to reprogram this restriction. Yeah. And also Jen, like remember like the evidence that you have, like that, that's really specific Halloween candy thing where you gave yourself that permission, how that, that changing your mindset around that had such a huge impact on your desire to eat like candy which is sugar it's like a highly addictive substance <laughs> so if, we, if it can work for sugar it can work for like overall quantities of food as well excellent amazing oh i'm excited for you jen <laughs> okay i think if marace is listening to this like that would be i think she might have something in, in a similar vein okay cool does anyone else have a tiny win you want to share or some coaching lizzie how are you feeling after your um your, so your post <laughs> well after doing the uh visualization 
today I wrote down that my little tiny goal is notice when I pressure myself to eat what I or someone else has offered me and the freedom to say no. If I do say yes, then shift to the freedom to eat, to not eat it. Shift. So I just had this experience, you know, being at these parties where someone says, oh, I made these cookies. You should have one. And I took it and I ate it and I really didn't like it. And then she came back and offered me another one and said, oh, you got to take it. And so I took it and I ate it. And I thought afterwards, I pressurized myself to please her by eating her damn cookies. Please, twice. <laughs> and um, so I'm just, I want to notice the teeny thing is notice when I pressurize myself. Because I yeah. could do this in the kitchen with I'm all by myself. And I go, oh, you should probably eat this. You want it. And I'm like. Could I just notice when I'm pressurizing yeah, myself? right. You know, and just go, okay, wait a minute. That's not real hunger. That's conforming to something that my body is saying. Uh, could you listen to me? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. I think like Lizzie, like we all have those circumstances where we're eating like to be to fit in or to make someone else feel good and it's just putting up poison and bringing a bit more of the intentional is is it yeah and I think yeah pressurizing like taking the pressure off because when you're feeling pressurized we don't make great decisions hey yeah yeah the other thing about being at those parties is I you know and then I had this weight gain um as I was sitting um, in the living room with my feet on the ottoman, I noticed my ankles were puffy. And I went, oh, they probably put a lot of sodium because I don't put much sodium in my food. Yeah, And right. I'm retaining water. So my weight went up. Yeah. <laughs> what a great lesson. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, and then it was like, and then it just naturally goes back down. Like, yeah, it's it's going gradually down. And I've also noted I'm constipated, so I haven't had right. the bowel movement. So got the water That's... retention, don't have the bowel movement. So it's like, okay, mm. <laughs> okay, yeah, great, Lizzie. And um, so with the constipation, is that like an ongoing thing for you, or no? It's or just, just a bunch of bunch of food that didn't agree yeah yeah so I wasn't in control of the food <laughs> yeah great okay yeah. so knowing what you know now like what would you like to do next time differently next time you're in a social situation um well here's one of the things I thought of <laughs> this is kind of naughty okay but, well, tell me are you going when to my friend offers me a cookie <laughs> i take it and say thank you and just set it down at my plate and not eat it yeah or yeah. or take it and go oh you know i gotta go to the bathroom and go to the bathroom and crumble it up and flush it down the toilet <laughs> right 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 <laughs> right see i don't know your brain's very creative <laughs> yeah but yeah so anyway um i think it's really to to if i say yes to have the freedom to pause put it down on my plate and just check in yeah yeah that's right do i really want this and sometimes you will great sometimes you won't cool too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. amazing Excellent, Lizzie. Okay, does that goal feel good for you? Like, yeah, yeah, it does. It's it's um, it's more about checking in and noticing, which is a good micro step for me than heroics of you know. I'll um, eat all the cookies for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd rather notice when I pressurize myself or I feel pressure from person 
somebody to eat something that I can learn the art of saying no. Amazing. And have, and have the freedom to say no. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And learning to do that. Yeah. Cause, and if you think about like when you're, um, oh, Emma, did you want to ask a question or did you want to contribute? Oh, yeah, no, no, please, please finish. Um, please finish with Lizzie. Mine is really quick. Okay. Um, like um, um, after. Okay. Um, yeah, like that, there's there's an art art to doing to doing that, like to being gracious in those situations. And but I, I also think like reminding ourselves that when someone's being a host like that and they're offering cookies, like they're just wanting to be a good host. Like they're just wanting to make sure everyone's. And so she doesn't really, she probably doesn't really care one way or if you have the second cookie or not, but she's wanting to feel generous. And so you not saying no isn't like, I know if I offer someone, you know, extra chocolate cake, I'm like, I'm not, I, and they say no, it's like, cool. Okay. Well, I know you've had enough. Good. And then it's like, that's actually good. So yeah. Amazing. Oh, great, Lizzie. Excellent. Sorry, Emma. Um, yeah, no, no, do mine have is, a, mine do I do. I was just going to say, if I'm a host, I will just keep offering until someone says no. I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> and food pusher, am I in the house? <laughs> <laughs> um, but my um, my trigger, I wanted to say something this week about how my trigger of of uh, for the daily planning was <gasps> um, was very successful. Well, unfortunately, it wasn't, but hopefully I have a funny ouchie. <sighs> Today or yesterday was my last time to, to – um, to be able to, to to create a tiny win so that I could tell you guys. And um oh, sorry. Um and um so I woke up this morning and I didn't hear my Eye of the Tiger song. And I looked at the clock and I thought I saw um that it was eight minutes past the start time of this um of this call. And so I rushed downstairs, set everything up and and no one no one turned up and then I actually realized it was um uh, just past midnight <laughs> and that was what oh and in 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 my area yeah. of the world that's very early so um yeah um but I did a little bit later on get my um um like do the daily plan but when I realized it was 127 I thought you know what <laughs> um yeah going back to bed kind of thing so idea, yeah. it worked but too well and not enough yeah anyway yeah so Got it. Which was funny. <laughs> Love it, Emma. Mm. So, um, do you feel like you you so it's still work in progress to finish? Yeah, to, still work in progress. It it um yeah, but I didn't miss my eye of the tiger. It's because it hadn't actually so um, it happened yet. You're ahead of yourself. Amazing. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, good. Emma. Good to see you. Excellent. <laughs> okay, well, we might wrap up there. Unless did anyone else want to coach? Bethany, it's good to see you on the call. Um, did you did you want to coach before we wrap up? Or maybe not. Okay. Excellent. Well have a have a fantastic week, everyone. Just yeah, marinating and thinking about your tiny goals and where you want to get to. And um, yeah, next week we'll um we'll we'll do our goals ex ex declaration exercise and and actually you know delve into those a bit a bit more. So um yeah, have a great week, everyone. Talk soon. <laughs>